Listen, it's not every year that we got to be saying, you know, this year I'm dropping all the dead weight. Y'all got to go. It's just me and this new year. Shed myself and I'm feeling lighter. (laughs) Listen, some years we really just need to be reflecting on why those people aren't coming with us into the new year. And quite frankly, we need to be doing some work, okay, to ensure that those who are important to us, those who are supportive of our journeys are coming with us into the new year. But what do I know? I have one more sip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have one more sip. Can we do a cheers? Yes. I want to cheers to you and I want to cheers to anybody that's listening for, I want you to pat yourself on the back for whatever you accomplished this year, whatever you got through mm. this year, whatever you, whatever challenge that you took on and kept yeah. going this mm. year. So I want you to pat yourself on the back um, okay. for making it through. Yes. Pat yourself on the back for the goals that you achieved yes. and pat yourself on the back for staying persistent even when you did not achieve that goal. So we're going to cheers to you. Hey, woo, girl. This is But What Do I Know podcast with Chit Suzanne, a space for affirming, for learning, and for healing. A podcast and community where we're exploring our But What Do I Know moments in hopes that it helps you, the listener, overcome yours. You ready? Welcome everyone to another episode of the But What Do I Know podcast. I'm your host, Chit Suzanne, and I just want to welcome you all to our final episode of the year and our final episode of the season from March to December. We made it. We are here. It has been such a good and active, active year for the podcast. And I'm just so grateful looking back now at all the things that we've, we've done, we've accomplished how the community has grown and continues to grow. And I'm so grateful. I'm just like basking in all the the good things that have happened. But at the same time, I'm ready to hang up the mic and take a nice little break. Um, And so welcome to, you know, the final episode of the season and the year. You know, I hope you enjoy this episode. If this is your first time stumbling and finding this podcast, welcome. This is our little corner of the internet where we're having conversations that affirm you know, our packed life lessons and support our collective healing. So I hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do, you know, go ahead and binge the other episodes in the season. And right after that, make sure you leave us a five-star rating, you know, or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or you can, you know, share it on Instagram in the DMs, just letting us know, you know, what you enjoyed about the episodes this season, feedback, if there's something you want to hear for next year, definitely, definitely share it. I will see it. I will also take it into advisement as I'm curating the episodes um, for next season. So definitely go ahead and do that. Speaking of the reviews, I just want to say in the last few months, I've been getting some really good feedback, um, whether it be by the Apple podcast comment section, like review section or Instagram DMs where, you know, some of y'all are just sharing your feedback on specific episodes. And it has just been amazing to, you know, feel like I'm talking, but people are also sort of receiving it, hearing it and and responding back. And um, it's been great. And so I want to share quickly a review that I received from a listener through Instagram uh, in the DM. This review was for our episode with Adiba, saying no to family can be Uh, where we talked all about, you know, setting boundaries related to money and just the way that money can be a point of contention in our families. So the listener said, 
This was an amazing podcast on repeat for the fifth time. Fifth time. I just, I read that and I was like, whew, thank you so much. Um, they said, I could relate in so many ways. At times, the conversations were a bit triggering. Having been a child of immigrant parents, I witnessed the mishandling of money, arguments over sending money back home, and the lack of financial literacy and how it can be passed down. We almost lost our house because of it, which is why I'm so apprehensive around money. I truly appreciated the honesty, transparency of this much-needed discussion. Thank you so much for sending this. I responded directly to you, um, letting you know just how important this this review and this response was. But I just want to share it on here just to say that, wow, like, and, and that, that was when I, you know, receive reviews like this. It's again, just affirming that the conversations that we're having on here are just so timely and so needed. And I've gotten, you know, comments similar to this about just how timely that conversation was for a lot of people. So thank you so much again for... um for sending this review, you know, I am sorry for the things that you had to, to, you know, witness growing up and how that's probably morphed your relationship with money. But from your review, you have the self-awareness, you are tapping into resources like this podcast to change some of those, you know, thoughts you have about money. And um, I'm so happy that that conversation was, you know, timely for you. So thank you so much again for your review. Thank you to everyone who's left a review on Apple Podcast or left a rating on Spotify or sent us messages in a DM. And I love the fact that these conversations are creating an impact in our community. So thank you so much again. All right, we're going to go ahead and get right into our clue and segment for this episode. Right. So for our clue in segment for this episode, I have a curated short little list of things that I want you all to clue into, you know, over the holidays. This is going to be a list of things that I hope you get time to, you know, rest and enjoy and get into while you're either, you know, cooking your your holiday meals or you're eating or you're just resting after all the family and friend functions. Okay, so we're going to start with some TV shows that you can get into over the holidays. The first is Rap Shit Season 2. The full season is up. I believe it's HBO. Yep. Um, so yeah, Rap Shit is the Issa Rae produced TV show that follows the lives of uh, two rap artists, Mia and Shauna, that have kind of created a rap group. And uh, we're continuing to follow them on all their shenanigans. Um, season two, they're going on a little bit of a tour. You're you're seeing the ups and downs of what it it's like being an upcoming artist and the struggles it takes, the hustle the dark side of the industry, the things that, you know, women artists feel like they need to do to to move ahead and drama, romance. And if you watch season one, this isn't going to be a spoiler, but Shauna doing all that fraud she's been doing and the scamming <laughs> is catching up to her. So um, definitely go ahead and get into rap shit. I think I'm on I'm on episode three or four of season two. So I have a couple more to to binge. I've saved them for for the holiday break. So I'm definitely going to be getting into that um, this next week. Um, the second TV show I want to I want you all to clue into over the holidays is How to Ruin Christmas season one, two and three. This is a South African um, series on Netflix. I started watching these, I want to say two years ago when season one first dropped. It is really just like a lighthearted South African Christmas TV show. It's it's hilarious. It's funny. It also allows you to learn a little bit about, you know, South African cultures and foods and family dynamics. But it's hilarious. 
the main character to me just girl just is always ruining shit okay <laughs> when she comes back to visit the family on holiday break just something is just always bound to happen whether she's getting into trouble she's saying things she shouldn't be saying that kind of splits up the family a little bit so um definitely go ahead and get into this one it's it's more of like a light-hearted comedy show that you can get through like you know on boxing day when you're chilling at home or something so that's how to ruin christmas south african christmas tv series this is on netflix so go ahead and get into that uh for the girlies that want to get into reading over the holidays if you want to you know have a book to get into this one i'm revisiting i listened to the audiobook i want to say 2 years ago and what has brought me back to this book is that it's actually been developed into a tv series um in the uk that'll stream i believe on channel 4 and i think in canada and america it's probably going to be on hulu but the book is called queenie by candice carty williams um and this book is hilarious so the details of the story a little bit foggy which is why i am revisiting it to make sure that i read it before the tv series um is released but essentially queenie is a a jamaican brit this is like a coming of age story she's about 25 and she's trying to navigate trauma that she's been through in her past friendship she goes through a breakup because she just isn't able to open up to her boyfriend at the time and puts herself in some precarious unsafe situations but um you're getting to see you know like Caribbean family dynamics, a uh, black brick culture, um what it's like for a black woman to kind of, you know, come of age after being told to be, you know, less less black in some areas. You're you're getting to kind of read about the impacts of gentrification in neighborhoods as well and how that affects dynamics and and the coming of age story as well. So um yeah, I think it's a really I think it's a really good book. I'm excited that it's getting drafted into a TV series. Um and yeah, I'm definitely revisiting it because I remember enjoying it when I was listening to the audiobook. Um and I want to get back into it again and refresh myself on what the story is like. So that's Queenie by Candice Carty Williams. All right. So for our song of the week that I want you all to clue into over the holidays. So, who listen, confession, I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, Christmas or holiday themed songs. I don't know. I do enjoy some, but I can't stand hearing them more than like once or twice <laughs> at a time, okay? So, but what I will say is I do like something that can make me dance and feel good, especially during the holiday season. So, this song that I stumbled upon I think will do just that for you. It's called Put It Down by artist um Adana Duro and Manuels. Um they're both Nigerian artists. I believe Adana is based in the States, either the US or Britain, I'm not sure, and Manuels is based in um in the States. Um and I just stumbled upon it last week and I've been dancing to it. I like the beat. The lyrics are cool. It definitely can go on in the summer as well, but um <laughs> it's winter here. It's a holiday season, so we're going to enjoy it just the same. So let's go ahead and get into
right, so that is Put It Down by Adana Duro and Manny Wells. Definitely go ahead and check that out. Get into that over the holidays. All right, so we're going to get into our final main conversation for the year. Ooh, can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> this is definitely just a fun one. Um, Like our previous main segment conversation, it's definitely, you know, more reflective. But this is a crossover episode with my dear friend Ashley of the Black Girls Have Anxiety 2 podcast. And we're just reflecting on the year. We're talking about our highlights, our, you know, highs, lows, pop culture moments we enjoyed. So grab your your beverage of choice and um, let's go ahead and get into this conversation. Welcome, listeners, to a special episode of the Bawaduano podcast and the Black Girls Have Anxiety 2 podcast. I'm Chit Suzanne, and I am the founder and host of the Bawaduano podcast. And I'm Ashley Nas. I'm the host of Black Girls Have Anxiety 2 podcast. All right. So, listeners, welcome, welcome. This is, you know, sort of a special episode we're doing to close out the year, um, to kind of reflect on the year, celebrate our moments from this year and um ashley and i've got to know each other this year and i'm so excited to yes. do this with with ash so we're like you know what let's do a crossover episode let's yeah. let's have fun let's have fun so i am definitely excited we are also going to be sipping on a little something something while we have this conversation okay. mm, got the moscato girl okay. what are you sipping on <laughs> i don't know <laughs> actually what is this this is like a rose something something mm, okay okay yeah and i got moscato yeah. in my glass so yeah. we're gonna have a good time and get into it yeah all right well girl let's start it off how do you feel like you know 2023 has been for you what has your overall journey been like um mm. for 2023 has it energized you or do you feel like this year has drained you girl drained <laughs> completely Ooh. drained with all all caps I think Ooh. that this year, I feel like I was just, I've been going so fast, both in, both, both in my personal life, but also trying to balance the speed of the podcast, going from like doing weekly episodes to doing bi-weekly episodes to making a not so great attempt at going back to weekly episodes and like trying to manage traveling, which has been great, but also manage changes in work and, um, you know, just also managing like what I, what I want to do with the podcast and what is actually doable with the amount of time and like resources that I have. So 2023 has drained me and I've learned a lot of lessons. But how about you? Oh, girl. So it's weird because I feel like it's done both for me. I feel like it has energized me. I think I'm like, there's this reawakening of like, ooh, girl, like you are creative. You can do things. You like this podcast is growing. You know, you're starting to enjoy the work that you do outside of the podcast. And like, mm. you know, even with different things that are happening around the world, like I'm starting to believe in humanity. Like people are standing up for things. People, are, you know, there's this sort of like collective reawakening that I'm like, oh, I'm a little energized by this. Yeah. But I also hear you because those are the very same things that have drained the hell out of me. Um all the like we barely got out of a pandemic now we got two global two wars on our hands um mm -hmm. more pending they're they're like they're telling me every yeah. day on twitter every day i'm like more where coming. are we at what's you know you know there's conflicts everywhere um 
And then just the hustle, like you said, like this year, I think I saw a growth in a podcast and I was like, oh, okay, the work is really paying off. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, got to keep up with this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so I definitely relate to you on that front. Cause I'm like, Ooh, girl. yeah, I think I felt more energized in like the first five months. I think May hit. And that's kind of when at that point I was like, realized I was burnt out. But prior to that, I feel like I was more energized the first mm-hmm. like early this year into the spring felt really good. But I also think I just wasn't, I won't say there wasn't things going on in the world because like we had a war going on with Russia and Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But I think now this last six months, especially like this last three months, I think I'm much more aware of things that are going on around the world. So that is also like draining in a sense. And I don't want to say that to be like complaining, but I think somebody who like, I'm somebody who values understanding what's going on and trying to get an understanding of like the history. And then the more I dig, the more I learn, the more I realize, oh my gosh, I actually don't know. I don't know anything about what's going on. Girl. And there's so much to know. There's so much to unlearn. That is draining because you want to feel like, okay, am I keeping up with what's going on? Like, Mm -hmm. and just seeing the like loss of life and like the horrific things that are going on, it is draining. But also I think I have to take a step back. It's important to look at that as like, okay, that is, there's horrific things happening, but there are also people in the world that are like rising up and educating themselves and educating each other. So like you said, it's this balance of like, there are terrible things going on, but there are like humans out there that are trying to um, make the world a better place and Mm. try to stop uh, those things that are happening. So. Okay. So I guess, you know, you've been on the Boaduano podcast. You, you know, you're an honorary member at this point. Okay. We love you over here. Podcast sisters. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Real life pod sisters. Okay. Yes. Um, So you already know that, you know, the Boaduano podcast is all about exploring moments of life that just make you go like, damn, like, what do I know about insert whatever word here? Yeah. So you know, we've kind of talked about how this year had us a little bit of a roller coaster. We were drained and we were energized. But were there, was that something that you walked into this year, like question, you were like, damn, but what do I know about this? And you walk, you're going to walk out of this year like, yeah, I learned me a little something about that. Mm, I think, I, I think the, my moment of that would be kind of with the podcast, feeling like I have a lot more people, a lot more eyes on the podcast a lot more people listening and people sharing and kind of having maybe like an imposter syndrome moment of like, I don't know what to do next. I don't even know if it was imposter syndrome. I think literally I was just like, what do I like? What do I actually know about this? Like, I'm just a person that decided to start this podcast and have just like kept the momentum going. And then sometimes like, I think this moment was me stepping back and going, oh my gosh, actually this is going somewhere and it's not just me reaching out to people but it's people like reaching out to me and i think it kind of puts the pressure on but i think now i've i've gotten a lot better at networking and that in that sense and like understanding i think i've learned a lot of lessons in terms of the pace of the podcast and then Mm. i think i've also just realized there is so much when it comes to like the world that I just don't know what is happening. 
Like, girl, I just don't know. There's so much I, I've accepted that I nine times out of I, I know point zero 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 one percent of what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And that might not even be true because of how things have been taught. So, yeah. Yeah. How things have been taught, how quickly things are escalating on like a daily basis. Yes. Yeah. How about the, you? What's ooh. your what's your moment? Um, I feel like. Mine were like, but what do I know about patience? Mm. And the big one for me, other than patience, was but what do I know about sustaining relationships while building uh like a business? Like, you know, whether that be a side hustle, full to like for me, the this podcast a media business, like, but what do I know about sustaining the friendships, my relationship? Yeah. Like finding that balance between like your nine to five, this venture, and then you still gotta find time to take care of yourself. And then you still got to find time to upkeep and sustain the relationships that you have. I said, yes, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. And I just felt like, especially one thing I was reflecting on is, so I had a really good friend move this year to France. And then I met you and I feel like, oh, we have such a beautiful bond. And then I'm like, okay, Ashley's in Miami. And then I have some girls, of like some close friends that are here, but everyone is kind of in their own like lane. Everyone's doing things. So we're not seeing each other as regularly now. So there has been this sense of like, I don't know if loneliness is the word to use, but it's sort of been like a moment of like, damn, like where are my girls at? Yes. I, <laughs> you know, like the loneliness has definitely been there for me too. And I think like, I'm super thankful that we've met and been able to not only meet like virtually but hang out in person and still have the same vibe the same connection like Mm -hmm. this is definitely one of my friendships that I feel like I've intentionally nourished but I also feel like a part of that is being honest within those friendships about like where you're at in a way that doesn't I don't want to say doesn't burden the other person but in an honest way that because I know I can hit you up and be like chid I'm not you know I'm tired or I'm not feeling great tonight. Like, let's talk tomorrow. Mm. And I think being able to do that rather than just not saying anything at all is an area of growth uh, for me when it comes to friendships. Because sometimes I just be like, okay, I'm just not going to say anything because I just can't today. But it's, yeah, I feel like if you value those friendships, there's different steps to take to try to maintain them. But it does get lonely out here. Like, yeah. It gets super lonely. Yeah, I was really just reflecting on it. And I was like, damn, like, okay, she's gone. She moved. She's traveling the world on her own. She's in a different city. She's in the States. She's thinking about moving to the States. I I was like, okay, all right, then. Yeah. You can just go ahead and move to the States if you really, really want to. Yeah, girl. I (laughs) I started contemplating it. I said, all right. uh, Come on down. What's the South saying? (laughs) (laughs) That, like, easy touch base is not like it, it has to be intentional it can't necessarily be like a spontaneous like let's hang out because like for you and i we, we started planning months in advance before we did our new york trip and like made mm-hmm. it a whole thing with other with other creators but um yeah it's like trying to be intentional trying to get out and meet people is is tough but mm-hmm. it's worth it for absolutely the friendships that are worth it absolutely oh and no, like when you said, you know, it's worth it. I absolutely feel like it's it's so worth it because I love the fact that like I literally think about it. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy I met Ashley this year. Like I feel like it was perfect timing. Yeah. We were both kind of like just ready for it. We're 
this is a friendship that we're being intentional about. And we're also kind of, it's beautiful because then we're also supporting each other in like the same venture. So yes. it's really nice. Like it's really, really beautiful to like have that support too. So yeah, we yeah, speak girl. the same language. It's really nice to have a friend that also is a podcaster because we can like catch up on and like kiki on fun stuff and like pop culture stuff, shows that we're watching, life in general. But to be able to have somebody to like get advice from or like, mm. hey, I have to make this decision. Or like the other day when we talked and you're like, Ashley, have you have you done that thing that you said you were going to do? And I was like, girl, no, I haven't. But thank you. I appreciate it. So I think having that like added layer within the friendship is really, really nice. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oof, girl. <laughs> so y'all know that I am big on mental health and I'm really curious about like, what are some things? Well, let's. Let's pick out three things specifically that you learned about your own mental health this year. Mm, girl, this is a good one. Yes. And I must say, listening to your podcast, having you on my podcast, I'm like, ooh, Ashley is about this. And oh, I really love the you. fact that like, yeah, like you may not be like a practicing mental health, you know, professional, but you, your lived experience definitely adds to the conversation and you bring guests that are either like experts or, you know, your homegirls or just people that you've met that have interesting stories that we can all learn from. So like, Thank you, Chid. I just, you know, that. Keep up the, keep up the I'm great trying. Girl. girl. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a couple of things that I've learned about myself is that venting is really important. Is a really important part of like my like wellness journey or wellness routine schedule, yeah. like whatever you insert word here. But I think that venting was really important for me this year, and I realized it when. I pulled up to Pilates and that day I had had, I guess, like a not so great conversation with a particular friend. I was just feeling just really annoyed. And like I was trying and I wasn't getting much push on this. Right. I walked into Pilates. My Pilates instructor is a black woman. Love her. Shout out to the black women that are Pilates instructors. It's like five okay. of y'all, but we're here for Girl, you. Girl, especially here. Yeah. So I walk in and she's like, how's your week? And I'm like, Lisa, my week hasn't been the greatest. And I just like. I can't even believe that she would do this. And like, Aww. now I got to, now I got to like know how to balance friendship and a man and this, and I'm doing this while I'm on the reforming machine, like <laughs> pushing. And, and she's like, five, four, three. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That's, that's going to be tough girl. But what I realize is that you, you got to do this. And then I look at her, I'm like, Lisa, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I don't pay you to also be my like, therapist. Let me, leave like, a tip. let me leave a tip for her. Like you act, I actually only pay you to teach me how to move on this reformer machine. And she's like, no, no, no. These are the things that I'm here for. Sometimes you need this. And I can tell that you're really mentally fatigued today. So you know what? We're not going to do the ab crunchers. We're going to take it easy today. Oh, so that, that when I, I literally walked out of there and at first I was like, damn, I hope Lisa didn't feel like I really just dumped on her. And I apologize, but then at the same time, I was like, oh, Venton, Venton is crucial for me. Yeah. And you, you know, can't sometimes, feel about it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I've learned how to vent from a space of not disrespecting whatever it is I'm venting about or whoever it is I'm venting about. I'm not disrespecting them, but I'm like, but how come this is happening? Or like, yeah. am I doing something wrong? Is this something that I'm not, you know? Yeah. So I've learned to vent that way. So that that's one. Yeah. Um, second thing is just learn how to, like learning to lean into help, even if I have to pay for it. And that has to do with like this podcast. Like I'm just, I'm getting to a point now where I'm like, girl, the hats that I be wearing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I gotta, like, I gotta take one hat <laughs> off before I'm able to put another one on. <laughs> so now I'm like, 
okay, I'm starting to get help here. And of course I can't afford to pay everybody, which is another, another issue. But now I'm like, okay, even if I'm paying like you, okay, I'll pay you a couple, I'll pay you this, send me, yeah. a, send out a couple of emails at the beginning of the season. I can't afford to keep paying you every month, but maybe like at the beginning of the season, pay you for a little bit of help to get me started. And then, you know, that's it. Yeah. So I'm just really leaning into like help. That's so important though, to like one realize guilt-free that you like, okay, yes, I need help. Mm. And then figuring out how to actually get the help. Because I, that's where I'm at is like, I know for sure that I need help. Yeah. Um, but it's like that next step of what does it actually look like? How do you plan it out? Is that paid help? Is that volunteer? Is that internships? Is it, mm. you know, is it an agreement to like trade services? So right cheers to you on that one Chin, mm. for needing help and getting the help that you need okay all right <laughs> the third thing is really it's it's related to the one of the things that we talked about earlier but my my one thing i realized was just that for me personally this hustle and grind culture it just it's really lonely and i don't intend to do it alone i don't even intend to do it for too much longer because yeah I'm tired yeah it's but a, it's a i just scam. Mm, but i just know that i definitely cannot do it alone so that's what i realized because it just it, it feels too lonely it just feels it's not it's just not good for me like i think i just love having community around me having support around me yeah. so yeah yeah girl those are some yeah. things that i learned this year yeah mm. i feel like hustle and grind needs to be hustle and rest Okay, because I'm longevity. tired of all the catchphrases, hustle every day, sleep yeah. when you're dead, sleep is for suckers. Yeah. Da, 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 sleep da, 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 is da, for like, me tonight, full mm. eight hours. That's what I'm going for. Like you have to get your rest when you're able to. I realize that I don't have children. I like that alone is, is a huge responsibility. And I have the privilege to be able to rest. I know not everybody has that, but where you can find rest please take it. Like you actually need to fill your cup Absolutely. before trying to fill everybody else's cup, whether it's your kids, whether it's your parents, your coworkers, whomever, like your podcast, you have to fill your own cup in order to, you know, mm. put, put your, put your uh, oxygen mask on before you put anybody else's on. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, what about you, girl? What did you, what did you learn? I learned so much. Um, mm. One of the one of the most interesting episodes that I had this year, and probably because I felt like I learned so much, I felt like she was talking to me personally. Was um, we had Kelly from um, uh, Kelly Bonner? She came in and talked about burnout. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the host of the Black Girl uh, Black you. Girl Burnout podcast. See, yes, one yes, of us yes. is okay. going to remember. I learned a lot about burnout. And I think that I was under the impression that if I get burned out, I just need rest. And I was feeling burnt out and went on a trip to Costa Rica. And I thought, oh, I just, I'll feel so much better after this trip. I'll feel refreshed. And to be honest, I came back and I was burnt out again. And I'm like, how am I burnt out? I just had, you know, this great experience with rest and like time to be around the people that I love the most and da 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 da. And I came back and I was still, I, I went right back to being tired. My body went back to being fatigued. And I realized there's a difference between like depression and burnout. And mm. like when you get time to rest and you come back into that same environment, 
that's usually burnout. If you leave and you go to get rest and you are still feeling those same feelings, it's probably depression. So that was a big thing that I learned this year. Okay. And that's a big one because that's not something that we, that people may pick up on. No, not at all. Especially if you don't get a chance to take those little breaks and recognize, Mm -hmm. okay, now I feel good. You know, like I did, I took an extra day off or, you know, so-and-so like watched my kids for the whole day on Saturday and I felt great. Or they watched my kids on Saturday and I got the whole day to myself and I still felt terrible. I still felt sad. I felt still felt like emotionless or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, that was, that was one thing I learned. I think the second thing that I learned as far as my mental health this year was to say yes to help. And I was already, I've been in therapy. I've been seeing the same therapist pretty much since I've moved. I moved to Tampa a few years ago and um, I had the opportunity through my insurance to like be in this like program over the summer where I think it was like a 12 week program where they assign a a therapist and a behavioral coach to you. And you have like these weekly calls with them. And at first I was like, I don't need this. Like I have a therapist. And then I was like, it's free, girl. Why would you say no to something that is free and is a mental health resource? So I said yes. And again, I think this is saying yes to help, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier. Um, And it was super helpful because I was able to kind of like compartmentalize what I spoke with this therapist about versus what I was working. You know, I talked about like my struggles with fertility and stuff like that with the new therapist and the behavioral coach. And I found it to be extremely helpful. So I think sometimes. We think that we have it, but when somebody else is reaching their hand out to help you, sometimes you just got to say yes and accept the help. Yeah, yeah just take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the third thing that I think I realized about my mental health this year is community is very important to me and very important to my mental health. Mm. And um, I have been able to like travel lots this year. And like I mentioned earlier, I don't really have friends here in Tampa, but I've been able to meet amazing people like Chid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other amazing women through the podcast. Um, I've been able, I went to Burning Man. If y'all don't know what it is, I'm not even going to try to start to explain it now, but um, was able to like, you know, meet more people and be in a different form of community there. And also just like strengthening my own community and being more open about what I'm going through, um, it has, I think I realized how important community is. And like, Mm. I need, I need my people. Mm. And it's really easy to be like, you know, going back to that hustle and grind culture, like it's only me, like you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. But in reality, I need all my people. Like my husband is a big support system for me. Um, You know, being able to talk to my family, my friends about stuff that's going on. Um, and being able to do the same for them. Yeah, that's top tier. That's been, that's probably my third biggest lesson is like, I actually need, I need my people and there's nothing to be ashamed of. At all. Yeah. You know what I love about this? And this is just where you see the alignment. Okay. You talked about like needing community. I talked about not enjoying like that hustle and grind being lonely. You said community talked about help. You talked about help and like, help from a coach and a therapist like i yeah i love the alignment i feel like this year was just yeah yeah 
Yes. Can mm-hmm. we do another cheers? Oh, if you're listening, absolutely. you know, feel free to grab your beverage of choice, mm. eggnog, wine, yes. water. I'm usually sipping on tea during my episodes, but it's the end of the year. It, mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Chid, I want to ask you, what has protecting your peace look like this year? Ooh, this is a really good question because I think when people hear protecting your peace, a lot of times it's like, oh, I'm, I'm shedding myself the dead weight. All y'all gotta go. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> Not all y'all gotta go. <laughs> Deleting phone numbers in the iPhone just. You know? And then especially at the end of the year, all you see is the image of that woman and she has her the little the bag with her and it's like love, hope, great, bag, yes! money. Yes! And then all the things that she's like leaving behind or she's not taking with her and she's climbing up the staircase. Yes. I know that that's a lot of the imagery and things that come to mind when we think of like protecting your peace. But for me, protecting my peace looked like effective communication because I have learned that like the way that you communicate with one person is not necessarily the way that you communicate with another person, learning people's temperaments, learning people's abilities, the way people understand things is really, 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 really important. Yeah. So I feel like for me, learning how to effectively communicate with people to make sure that like nothing gets lost or that things are not misread. Of course, you can only do so much, but Mm -hmm. that has really helped because that way it just, um, it just allows people to like understand what you're saying there's no room because i used to be fearful avoidant and there's still a little bit of that in me right Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's like if we're fighting or if we're not talking or whatever i just don't say anything right Mm -hmm. but now i'm like no 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 no, no. communicate shit like let's do this so now i'm like okay i'm communicating i used to be really afraid of like saying what i actually wanted especially in terms of like romantic relationships and romantic settings now i'm like i'm voicing things and it's making for better healthier situation so that was one for me and the final the second one i would say is sometimes not all the time but sometimes depending on what the relationship dynamic is creating or just allowing for distance in the relationship just so we can kind of just love each other from afar sometimes that do be the best sometimes it's it's necessary to like give each other your space especially depending Mm -hmm. on how your setup is if you are always around each other Like I know Mm -hmm. some people, I work from home, but my husband is hybrid. So there's that like space to miss each other when you're not together. And sometimes you need that distance away and that time to yourself. But shout out to you for uh, knowing your attachment style. Okay, Mm, I see you. Girl. Yeah. I feel like not to generalize, but I think that a lot of first daughters of households, Mm -hmm. especially black. Yeah. I think a lot of us are like very, I think we lean more towards avoidant. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, I think it's avoidant and then there's anxious. Yeah, I'm anxious avoidant. Okay. And then fearful avoidant is the one where you just don't want to talk about it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. And anxious avoidant is where it's like. Yeah, anxious avoidant is like I'm worried about everything. But I also like don't really want to uh, say much to address what I'm worried about. Yeah, and fearful Uh, avoidant is like. If if I sense anything is gone, I'm gone. Like, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> At, attachment styles is something that I learned. I learned about this year, and I encourage everybody to like look into them because mm. it gives you a greater understanding of the type of person you are, and maybe if there's people that you are either in a relationship with, and friendships with, friendships that you're working on, relationships that you're working on, it can give you a better understanding of how you're For approaching real. things, how you deal with things. 
maybe some ways that you can improve how you like are, you know, that dynamic within those relationships. But um, I feel like we both have episodes on attachment styles. Yeah. So there's do. plenty of resources out there for y'all. Go back and save mm-hmm. the episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, protecting my peace this year, I feel like I'm just copying you, but I would have to say it's communication because as much as I want to say, oh, I'm cutting off things, I think, especially with work, mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of changes with like my nine to five job this year and changes that shifted the way in the, the people that I was communicating with. And mm-hmm. I had to be mindful of like setting boundaries and um, letting people know what I need in order to like do the job that I that I do. And in order to do that, I had to, in order to protect my peace, I had to speak it. Like I had mm. to set those boundaries um, yeah. and ask those questions up front. So not that that was something new to me, but that is not something that I necessarily had to be so intentional about previously. Um, yeah. But as things change, people change, things move around, um, that just became something that I realized, okay, I have to. So many things that used to kind of be unsaid now need to be s- said. They need to be said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so let's talk about, I mean, it's 2023. Both mm. of our podcasts turned three this year. So okay. can we just take another g- a little uh, cheers girl, to that? A because, because, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big cheers to that because... Three wow. years is a lot. Three years. It's a long okay. time. Still standing. Still All right. here. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> We're still going and I'm really proud of us. And um, I think that for anybody that has attempted to start a podcast or um, is part of maybe podcast production um, for the podcasts like ours that are growing and have like so much potential. A lot of it, again, like we mentioned earlier, a lot of it is on us or we have like a small team that we're working with. So I just want to say shout out to us for just still still being around and still being like really big contributors uh, in this space to our communities. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about like, what's your top five moments? Let's go. Let's go back Ooh. and forth. Let's start. I want to talk about our top five moments of the year. Yes. What's your number one moment? Ooh. 2023. Let's start with a podcast. Mm, okay. This is perfect. So. These five are going to be in no particular order for me. I feel like they're all great moments, but because you just started off with the pot, you said start off with the podcast. We're going to have to just um, recognize that the podcast is award winning. You know, I applied okay. for the Signal Awards. You won Silver in Education category for Signal Awards 2023. So, yes. officially an award winning podcast. And we hit 100,000 downloads. Yes. Hold that, on. Do like, we have like a drum roll? Oh, girl. Yeah, we could just do it. Yes. <laughs> I'm going yes. to find some effects. To yes, put. <laughs> we need you to find some effects. Come on, Riverside. Oh, <laughs> Can, oh we my God. Can we cheers? Can we cheers? Yes. Oh, big tings. Big tins are gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. Oh, okay. What was yours? Um, I think maybe starting with the podcast. Mm. Um, I'm actually going to start with the podcast in terms of going back to community mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> i think my 
one of my biggest uh, like accomplishments or favorite moments this year is meeting new people through the podcast. I think right, it is hands yeah. down out of like the three years that I've been doing this. This year, it's been like me understanding how to like work with booking agents and working with PR companies, but also like, who do I want to reach out to? Who do I want to interview? And like, you know, are there opportunities to be more than like acquaintances and actually like build friendships? Um, But Mm. also just getting to meet people that are doing the work. Um, And I think sometimes we don't often meet those people, but that's a big part of my podcast is storytelling and education and being able to meet the people that are like, have their own nonprofits going or writing books and like really doing the work uh, in terms of talking about mental health in different ways is, is, has been amazing. Yeah. Ooh, yes. that's good. Yeah. That's good. So funny. That's a great segue. That's sort of my second one. So, um, meeting new friends that are just aligned with my like personal journey and where I'm at right now, but also like my professional journey, whether it's my nine to five or the podcast. Like I feel like meeting yourself, um, getting to see the ladies that we sort of met up with in New York from Rebecca, um, to Yelka to like all the ladies to Erica. Like it was just amazing. And I'm just, Oh, I'm so happy because now like we're all connecting with each other. We're supporting each other with our platforms, but we're also, being intentional to check in as well and yeah honestly like i just that has been such a such a beautiful um part of my journey this year and i think especially because there's this sort of like notion that as you get older it gets harder to make friends and build community around you because a lot of it is just it becomes mechanical work home work home work home mm-hmm. <laughs> so to be able to still be cultivating a meeting and starting new friendships at this point i'm like oh thank god <laughs> Thank God. So, for real. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right? So okay. yeah, that's my that's my second one. What's your third one, Chid? Ooh. Um, ooh, okay. So my third one, this is something that I've looked forward to because I feel like this is a little bit of the story behind like, but what do I know? Um, I feel like this year I love the fact that I finally felt adequate and and good at my jobs. Like whether it's the podcast or my nine to five, I feel like I finally was like Yo, I'm good at this shit. Like, what? Yes. Like, like I can do this. Cause for such a long time, it's like, oh, I can't wait till when I can feel like I'm really good at this. I can't wait till when I've put the hours in and I know what I'm doing. And yeah. but now, especially with the nine to five, because just the whole like corporate vibe can really make you feel like like am I supposed really, to be here? Girl, like I'm just like I was yeah. really nervous. I was just who and I started a new job this year too. So I think that for me was just such a top personal moment like finally feeling like yeah i'm meant to be here you know yes shout yeah. out to you chid starting a new job and like getting to the point where you feel comfortable Girl. it can take time like it does it can take time just to get your confidence up and to actually feel like you can do your day-to-day and feel capable of like okay mm. i know what i gotta do i understand like the meetings that i have to run and whatever that may be um that's but it sometimes it's tough to get there so cheers to you Oh, girl, thank you. Thank you so much. Because the first couple of months were shaky. They were rough because I was like, oh, I'm really having to put in extra work and read and learn. But um, but yeah, yeah. So happy to be at this point. Like I'm still still, of course, improvement to be made. But yeah, I'm just happy that like, wow, okay, my confidence is here, you know?
about you, miss? Um, okay, so my second one is going to be um, hitting 200. I think I just surpassed like 200,000 plays a week or so Ooh. ago. So Okay, can we get a big cheers for that? Hey. And if you're listening and you can clap your hands, clap your Go hands. Ahead, clap. I can okay, miss then. <laughs> 200k um, is no small feat girl yeah congratulations it's been like for a really long time i just put my head down and i was like i'm not gonna look at the numbers because girl you know, what's me girl Ooh. episode six seven i was like i'm gonna stop looking at this me I'm just too i said you know what that's enough of me down. yeah i'm gonna not enough. even look at that tab yeah <laughs> we're not gonna go I, to that tab <laughs> i'm just coming to upload and that's it yeah no analytics so exactly for a long time, I avoided even looking at that. And I was like, I'm just going to really focus on finding people that I resonate, that I think resonate with the podcast and I think people could relate to and just focusing on getting really good episodes out that are good conversations out that I think would be really good episodes. Um, so yeah, I'm super, I'm super happy about that. And mm-hmm. I'm trying, to, I'm more conscious of the numbers now. I'm not trying to be super focused on them, but I was... I was like low key hype that you know that I hit that number. Girl. I'm proud of myself. I can girl. Say that. <laughs> no big congratulations. Like that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm so happy because it's funny. In a, in a previous episode, I was also telling um the guest that it was sort of the same thing for me. Like this year, I was like, you know what? I want this to be just organic. I'm not gonna look at the numbers. I'm not gonna stress too much. Going to the third year, let's see. Like. And I always told myself, you know what, if I focus on just putting out quality content for people, quality conversations that are really impactful, people will come. And this year that happened for us. And I'm really happy because sometimes, not going to lie, it can be discouraging when you see what's actually going viral and what's getting the millions and millions and views. But knowing that there are people out there that need and want this content yeah i'm here for that so yeah i think that was the thing i had to get over maybe mm-hmm. like year two when i started like i would peek at the numbers every so often but like you said you see the stuff that goes viral and i was like damn is that what i gotta talk about like girl to get people to see the podcast and then i realized th- that is not my audience mm. like the people that i realized like people are people are you know multi-dimensional you know everybody's got you know, duality to them. But I realized that the people that are going to really love like the clickbaity feely podcasts and like the stuff that's really focused on pop culture and things like that, that they may also listen to that. But if they're only listening to those things, they may not be my audience. They may not be at the point in their life where this is valuable to them. And I had to really shift my focus to, to if this, if a person is in a moment in their life where mental health is really important to them, they will come. They will find me. Mm-hmm. Okay, because y'all almost had me. I okay. almost started talking about who was eating who, <laughs> who was dating who. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. Because the nights that I would scroll through TikTok and Instagram talking about, you know what? Mm-hmm. If I did this, who should pay for who? Yeah. 50-50 what? Y'all yeah. almost had me. And then I said, you know what? No. Yeah. You no, know, there's other... something else to offer. Exactly. <laughs> there's a, there's some other podcasts out there, like great podcasts that um that go viral, that have these great moments. Right. And maybe right, they don't right, right. go like super viral. Right. But they are creating these moments that people 
non-toxic moments because I never want somebody to come on my podcast and then in the back of their mind be thinking like, is she going to cut and clip this so that- In a way that makes me look crazy? In a bad light, exactly. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. is she going to present my, you know, my story in an honest way or the things I'm educating about? And I know like all the smoke is one of the podcasts that I listen to. I'm a retired basketball player, so- But the other day they were talking to somebody and they were just talking about how, you know, they, people can come on and trust them because they know they're not there for like the clickbaity moments. And they're not just trying to like get the gotcha moments and like, oh, I'm going to put that out now just so I can get a million people to listen to this, but then nobody's going to listen to the episode. So yeah, I guess it's just a creative choice that we made, but I think we're, I think it's the right choice. Yeah, for me, I think it's the right choice. Yeah, Yeah. especially just with how overwhelming and scary the internet can be. I am, I'm happy to be just be able to sustain this and have my corner of the internet. Y'all can have the rest. Yeah, I'm not trying to be extra famous, please. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) But what's your what's your fourth moment? Ooh, okay. So we're gonna we've talked a little bit about you know like personal, professional podcasts. We're gonna get into some pop culture moments now. Um. For me, I feel like this year, pop culture was really like, I was waking up, you know, the, the emoji with the, uh, the two eyes? Yeah. That was like me this. for like a lot. Of, I was like, <laughs> yeah. What? There are times I would message you and I'm like, girl. Like, did you see this? Did yeah. you see this? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So for me, one of those moments for me is just, um, there's a negative part, but it's a positive part to it. So it, it was sad to see what women were going through behind closed doors. And, you know, mm-hmm. of course, when it comes to like pop culture, celebrities, we don't know these people. We don't know what they're really dealing with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we only go with what was shown. But it was just really kind of sad to see the crack, like the deep cracks that are in a lot of relationships and situations that a lot of women in the industry are in Mm -hmm. um, or were in. And I think one of the moments for me was just seeing these women like just kind of boldly leave these situations or like, yeah, make the first step to leave or speak up against these situations. So, you know, with like with Megan and, you know, the case coming to a close um, and just her journey just seeing all that she's kind of been through and the glimpses of vulnerability that she's showing us now was great. Cassie, the lawsuit that had a goddamn trigger warning right at the On front the page. That's that was wild to me. Oh my I goodness. said, "Wow, the boldness it takes mm-hmm. to put this out for us." Yeah, Kiki, and I hate that. Whenever these things happen. We find we find out through leaks. So we only really yeah. saw the photo steals because somebody somewhere leaked it to the blogs, leaked the the restraint order that she had filed, leaked those information. But when I saw those steals and I saw like not to be graphic, but trigger warning, but just seeing like first of all, the timestamps on those things were 6 30 a.m. Mm. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Just why? You know, yeah. so I was just like, you know, I'm glad that you are making the right, you know, taking the first step. You're yeah. filing and you're doing what's best for your safety and your baby's safety, right? Because now yeah. there's a child involved. So, exactly. yeah, for me, it was it was sad to see, like, and these are just three women. Like, there are so many other stories that we've been hearing. A lot of women who 
are, you know, aren't as famous as these three. So we may not have heard about them, but there's just a lot. And I just think I've had to sit back and be like, God, like, what is the spirit that is floating in this entertainment music industry? Mm. Like that these stories are not unique. Like, you know, yeah, I so. think that's probably the saddest part is I think there's two, <clears throat> like you said, there's the, the positive in terms of like the courage that people are having to come in and tell their story. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the, the roughest part to see is even despite that courage and coming and telling their story, there are people that are always going to speak really ill of them. Like at the end of the day, we know what we've been told or shown, but I think there is always like, like you have to have, you have to have some like, empathy when listening to these stories. And I think for some people, their their gut reaction is to attack black women or to then like degrade them. And so Mm -hmm. I think you realize like how much courage actually takes to come out because not everybody is like, you know what? Good for you. There Mm -hmm. are some people out there that are also malicious or may have, I feel like hurt people hurt people. And sometimes people's reactions are just very interesting with that. So shout out to those women and whoever, you know, anybody that's listening that has left a situation or made a decision this year to Mm. leave a situation, um, regardless of what that looks like in your relationship that was unhealthy for you um, in any way. Like shout out to you. Pat yourself on the back. If you're drinking, sip some eggnog, sip Mm. some... Shout out to you. Cheers to you for that. Cheers. Because it's not an easy thing. It takes a At lot all. of courage. And even when you do it, people are still going to. To run their mouth. To run their mouth. So let them mm. run. And you continue to leave, like, lead a healthy life. Yeah. So, that's real. Yes. All right. What was your pop culture moment? Um, For me, my, I think my pop culture moment, my first one would have to be Meg the Stallion dropping, not to bring up Meg again, but shout out to Meg. Um. She dropped a vulnerable song uh, called Cobra. I believe it was called Cobra about her Mm -hmm. mental health. It was actually the second song. She meant she actually talks about mental health quite a bit. Like she has little snippets here and there throughout several songs. Um, She dropped a song about anxiety last year, I believe. Yeah. This year, she's been silent for a really long time. And um, she drops this beautiful video and this like powerful song just telling her story about like her struggles with drinking and like her struggles dealing with the media's reaction, going yeah. back to how people react when people tell their stories, going back to the situation that she was living out very publicly um, with the case. And, you know, I won't go naming names, but that situation is so easy to get online and like type something out about. But yep. people often forget these people are real human beings and real it's like lives. very likely that they're reading this. It's very yeah. likely that their families are reading this. And the fact mm. that um, she went and did a whole video being like kind of like opening her wounds and being like, look, like yeah. I am going through things. There have been times where she didn't want to be alive. And like those, those yeah. are big things to say. Those are t- points where somebody Huge on her things. team could have been like, this is nah, not girl. It, man. This, you know? this ain't what they want to hear, you know, girl. Let's go back yeah. to the hot, hot girl coach. Yep. Let's go mm-hmm. back to hot girl summer. But that just goes to show you, like, what we as a society gravitate to. That song was so packed, and I think I left this comment on your post when you had posted about um about the song and music video as well. Is that 
Because of Megan's branding and marketing and packaging, I wonder if she could have made that song on a slower beat with a Mm. less flashy video and people would have received it the same way. You know? Yeah. It still had a beat that would make you want to move in a club. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. Like the fact that like, you know, you still had to package it in a certain way. You still gave us visuals. You still were like hot and sexy in the video while you were talking about depression and all these heavy stuff. So I'm like, damn, like, you know, so I was thinking about that. And then just the fact that like it was packed with all these different like themes and and lines and messages. But the one that goes viral is the one of your ex cheating on you. Allegedly. Right. Like it's just. It's wild. It's like, but then I think it goes back to remembering that like people are going to pick and choose what they react to. Mm. And I, I think that I feel like there are a lot more people, not a lot more. I feel like there are a lot of people that feel for her, mm-hmm. but sometimes like the loudest, most obnoxious voice in the room yeah. is what everybody's going to look at. And sometimes I feel like with social media, I don't know how the algorithm works because it changes every week, but sometimes I feel like those comments and that type of interaction gets pushed to the top. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think the more supportive stuff kind of gets suppressed, but that that's always going to get more, more impressions. But I, yeah, a big moment was just that the fact that she just decided to be like, I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to be very honest about it. So shout out to her. Shout out to Meg for real. Oof, just, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your fifth, uh, what's your fifth moment in like second pop culture moment for this year? Yeah. Okay. So final moment for the year, pop culture moment. Um, I enjoy the resurgence and hyper on R&B. Okay. So this is kind of like two in one, but, um, I was just living for all the different like little moves we got. Okay. Uh, Victoria Monet's on my mama song and, uh, music video. Like she killed yes, it. Yeah. Coco Jones is getting the shine that she deserves mm-hmm. rightfully. So because her vocals, okay. okay? And she's on tour now. Victoria's Monet's tour sold out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get tickets. Me neither. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, the moment that just caused a lot of ruckus, a lot yes. of joy. Usher Raymond, the Fort's residency in yeah. Vegas. Usher's seduction residency. Ooh, that's what it's yeah, girl. Okay. <laughs> this man has been snatching hearts. Usher, a.k.a. Don't leave your girl around me. Okay, True player for, for real. real. All Y'all right. He's playing. <laughs> It's 2023 and he still has it, okay? Uh, wow. <laughs> I was this close to get to buying tickets to Vegas. I don't think your man was, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I texted him. He said, listen, I don't think I can afford for Usher to take my girl. <laughs> like, we can get the tickets. They can be in the nosebleeds. Where right, Usher's right, right, right. <laughs> Forget that little section where all the celebrity ladies okay, sit at. Okay. Because <laughs> he, oof. No, it, it's, been, it's been awesome to see. Like, I love music and I love R&B music. I've been listening to, like... Lots of, I've been calling it alternate alternative R and B, but I don't really think that's what it is. I just think R and B is not as mainstream as it was in like the two thousands. Yeah. So I have loved seeing people get their shine. Yeah. I've loved seeing, like, I must have played "All My Mama" about, I don't know, my Spotify rap came out and it was like top five because Mm. I went to school in Texas. Yeah. um, (laughs) Cook 'em horns. I went to school in Texas and when I was there, I fell in love with like Chopped and Screwed mm. and like 
all those like slim thug all those like texas bangers so the fact that she like redid that song in such a beautiful way and then had like an ode to sierra in the song yes. and then i mean it was just like top so tier. well done so well done and i'm so happy because ah, oh, like it's just so good to see the artists that really do this for the love of the art and are constantly trying to like push the envelope and better their craft are actually winning you know yes. i guess you know i didn't note this down but i'll also just throw it in here janelle monet and her album as well her album oh was just very much like celebration of course we got to see yes. her perform live together not, girl right oh my god i gosh. was just thinking i'm like girl how did i not include how that? did we not include her we're adding her right. as a bonus moment because yeah we went to new york that was a whole catalyst for yes. us going to new york mm-hmm. yes. Janelle Monet. oh my gosh yeah. that that i might have to be i don't want to say it's underrated yeah because again i feel like niche audience but yes that's that what woman, it yeah oh my she's a performer performer she got lungs of like she did like an ode to mj and yeah. by herself on stage and it was immaculate like vocals dance moves theatrics because she's yes. also acting like her body is part of the performance she's not just singing yes and i was like wow no janelle you you really are that girl yeah you she, are who you think you are yes okay? yes and more and more <laughs> like yeah. super super extremely talented amazing album like oh it was an amazing just yeah she yeah. made our new york trip like that was yeah 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 age, age of, of pleasure age of that, of, yes age of yeah. pleasure that album y'all check it out so oh so 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 good yeah. yes another person that like i feel like popped up this year um lucky day maybe he just popped Ooh, up for me yeah but, i think he dropped a new single recently yeah did he okay i need I to think go back so, and yeah. listen but he um i i love music and i love knowing like who's a producer like who sung yeah. background like yeah, all of, yeah who wrote the too. song mm-hmm. and so I found out, I kind of just discovered Lucky Day. He was popping up on some playlists last year, but this year I really like, like really got into his discography. And I was like, wow, this, he is amazingly talented. Then Mm -hmm. I, then I realized that he has been writing since the early 2000s. Yeah. And then I'm like, how old is he? I thought he was like late 30s. No, he's in his late 30s. Yeah. Because he was also on a music talent show. I can't remember which one, if it was American Idol or something. And then I think he didn't win. Yeah, he didn't win. I think it was like 2001 or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's Um, been time for Lucky Day. Yeah. So I need his skincare regimen. Yeah. But also, (laughs) if y'all love R&B, um, get into him because he has written on some of like probably your favorite singles um, mm. that have come out from other artists. Like I, my mind was blown when I saw that, but it's great to see people like um, him, like Jan- uh, Victoria Monet, who is a huge songwriter and has written like many of Ariana Grande's song, but a lot of songs for different people. I think she's written for Beyonce, a whole host of people. Um, like make sure y'all go back and listen to their albums, like their bodies of work. Mm. reflect how much work they put into their own songs and how much they put into their craft so yes one last thing sir girl oh this is not a moment and it's coming to me last one i promise okay. um <laughs> along with r&b getting the hyper deserves i also loved seeing like afrobeats just as an African yes. girl i just love seeing afrobeats get the the shine that it deserves and then also starting to get infused because even when i think about janelle monet's age of pleasure mm-hmm. ck was on that album there are a lot of like um afrobeat afrobeats influences in that album as well so i'm like oh i just love it i feel like the diaspora is connecting through music right yes. now and i'm 
I'm such a big fan of it. So yes, yeah, me too. Yeah. Afrobeats is like, I don't know. I don't know uh, what's being said a lot of the time. And me and Chid realized that um, <laughs> during our trip in New York. I um, So my family is Jamaican. I was born here in America. And let me tell you, uh, I was singing my heart out to Burna Boys. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I need Ivo and Shayo. Yes. yes. <laughs> Everybody go chop very fast. And I was like... <laughs> And the funniest thing was we were out, we went out to, I can't remember which party we went out to, but we went out to this party. Um, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of, <laughs> you know, diasporians in there oh, yeah. because we were all like, everybody got chopped <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> it was like a celebration. And you know, the funny thing is, so my boyfriend's Jamaican, right? <laughs> and he's, you know, jamming. He's like, oh, last, last, everybody got chopped breakfast. And he's taking the words literally like, oh, we're all going to chop breakfast. We're all going to exactly. eat food. We're all going to enjoy. Nah, that song's a heartbreak song. Chop yeah. breakfast is Nigerian <laughs> slang for heartbreak. So it's just saying like at the end of the day, we're, we all go through heartbreak. And he was like, no way. Right? What? And I'm like, that's why he's saying I need Ibo and Shayo. Ibo's weed. Shayo is like alcohol enjoyment. He's like, no way. This whole time. I'm like, yeah. 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 That's what yeah. saying. She, she blew my mind when we were out there. We were all dancing. You know, all the people that didn't know what it was, which is 95% of the people that were out that night were hype off of everybody chopping breakfast. We all eat yeah. together. <laughs> and I just remember Chick kind of like stood back and was like, huh. And she just like looks across the whole like warehouse where we're at. She's like, and then she like taps me on my shoulder and she's like, this is not a celebration. <laughs> but you know what? Yes, I loved, <laughs> I loved seeing it because I'm like, oh, wow. Like New York to me felt like Toronto times three, right? Like yeah. you just like, you're seeing everybody from everywhere. The diasporas connect. Oh, it was beautiful, man. It was yeah. beautiful. We'll have to come back. It but was yeah. a time. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my last, my last little moment squeeze in there. <laughs> my moment, uh, my last moment is just, Beyonce's Renaissance tour that I did not get tickets for. Girl. Y'all don't don't hate me. I would have loved to. I've never seen Beyonce in concert. Neither and I, I thought, oh, it's another tour. I'll just wait till she does the next one. Not really thinking about mm-hmm. how iconic this latest album has been. Um, so I was I've been living through y'all's videos. I've been living through the videos. And um, I want to talk about number one, that tour looked amazing through your cameras. So thank y'all for Thank you so much for holding your hand steady. <laughs> yes. She, the, number one, the music, the music was amazing. The art, artistry of the tour was amazing. I will be going to see it in the movies um, at some point. I buy it online. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch it. But the fact that she like very beautifully weaved in like the LGBTQ community and like mm-hmm. an ode to her uncle and then showcase yeah. things like uh, ballroom, you know, the voguing and voguing, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Doing mm-hmm. it in a way that I felt like was very much an ode to ballroom rather than like, I'm gonna throw it in my set because it's cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then blue. Now, blue, I feel like people have been taking her through the ringer, and this child is eleven. Like mm. literally, since we saw the first picture of her, people have had so many things to say. And I guess this goes back to like different audiences. But I feel like this was just, I feel like we were just so blessed to be able to be a part of this. Like that was, it was amazing to see like a, 
a young black child on this stage and see this journey from start to finish of like getting the yeah. confidence. And I saw the clips from the the movie that, you know, like she, one of her friends told her all the stuff that was online and she was like, I don't care. I'm going to keep going. Like I'm going to get better. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. So that was, that was probably my fifth biggest moment. Oh, that's real. I loved it. And I just, and again, when I saw the clip from the movie that's been kind of going around of Blue saying like, you know, I happened to stumble upon people saying that I, you know, my, my moves are lackluster and I, she just kept practicing and practicing and, and I was like, oh, you are your mother's daughter. Yes. <laughs> because that's so something Beyonce would do. Um, but yeah, like it's sad that an 11 year old mm-hmm. should have to kind of read those things. Like you're 11. Yeah. Just the fact that you're on stage with your mom alone mm-hmm. is iconic, right? Iconic, yeah. yeah I think I it's know. like a, a reflection of what black women go through. And exactly. how early that about starts. To say, like, wow. And how sometimes that comes from our own. Like sometimes, yeah. sometimes the harshest things come from our own people. Like the so. fact that I, I remember seeing tweets during that time of like, oh, like, why is she on stage though? Like, I didn't come here to watch it. And I remember just being like, whoa, like, that's what is going on here? Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I just love that there were so many people. Like, I know people. I just from the clips, like, people were hyped that she was there and dancing and. Mm-hmm. I feel like at, she was a highlight of the of the tour um, and of this year. So go ahead, Blue. Yeah. Um, to Blue. What are some things that you're looking forward to next year? Ooh. Give me three things. Okay, I love this portion of Top our conversation. Top three for 2024. Ooh, okay. So real quick, I'm looking forward to Usher's album and the tour to follow. I'm expecting that tour to follow. Okay, Usher Raymond the fourth. Please, please. <laughs> Drop the dates. Okay, okay? and I'm... Please make sure the dates and the the prices are affordable for us girlies. Yes. But yeah, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl performance. And I know he's going to drop an album in and of course a tour will come. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to Burna Boy's concert in Toronto. Yes. Um, next year, February. I'm so excited. Tickets for that have already been secured because, you know, I don't play. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to just like he's such a good performer that I'm excited to just see him. Just a vibe and just enjoying it with other people. And I know that that's going to be that's going to be a good time. Yes. Um. OK, I'm looking forward to continuing to kind of like foster new friendships, mm-hmm. Um. you know, continuing to be intentional about that. Also to, you know, just continuing to learn things like on a personal level, learn things about myself through those friendships and also just through, you know, introspection. Um. And I know you said three, but one last quick thing I had to make a note of here is hopefully one big and one small travel trip. I know we're already planning for DC. Mm-hmm. Hopefully one big trip as well. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Those some things I'm looking forward to. How about you? Um, for me, three things I'm looking forward to next year. Um, I am also attempting to secure tickets to Burna Boy in Tampa. Now it's not gonna be the same vibe that it's gonna be in Toronto. We are all gonna be singing. And if you go, ah, child, yo, we are going to be singing it like we're celebrating because none of us are going to know. There's, you know, if we'll we'll be, be celebrating at that point. <laughs> we'll be ce- exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely am looking forward to Burner Boy, and um, I am looking forward to uh getting the surgery that I need for my lungs at some point. Okay. Uh, I was hoping to get it by the end of this year, but these doctors are taking their sweet mm, time. So, okay. Um. Fingers crossed that that happens next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the podcast, I'm really looking forward to 
really doing more education focused episodes. That's something that like this year I did a ton of storytelling, which I really, really loved. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to just really going back and doing some more uh, episodes on education uh, within mental health. And um, yeah, I'll probably say the fourth thing. I'm just going to add another one. I went to Burning Man last year and I have to go again this year. So I don't know how I'm going to do it, but we go into Burning Man again because yeah. it was life-changing, transformative experience. Ooh, I like that. So yeah. concerts and travel are big then and then your surgery. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Um. Okay, what else we got here? So what um, what three things are you taking with you from 2023 into 2024? Oh, girl. Okay, so I'm taking with me my patience and intentionality mm-hmm. that carried me through. I'm going to take that with me. Um, I'm taking my friends, our relationships, my family. You know, yes. they're still all com- coming with me. Thank yes. God. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think intentionality with relationships, patience is coming with me. The new job I gained this year, getting good at that. <laughs> Amen. We're carrying okay. that new job into the new Take year. With you, you know? girl. Hold on to it tight, <laughs> girl. Because have you seen outside? It's, the it's economy hard. is whoo, it's hard out there. Ooh, it's girl. cold. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, those are those are those are the things I'm taking into the new year. <laughs> um, I think for me, as far as what I'm gonna take into the new year, I'm taking communication. Mm, um, good. Yeah, I'm gonna say intentional communication into the yeah. new year. Uh, I am taking, I mean, I'm taking everybody with me. I'm taking, mm. you know. Love to hear it. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm also taking, oh, I'm taking breathing exercises with me. They got to come. Yeah, I'm taking yeah. the breathing exercises. It's been really big for me this year uh, for my mental health and also for my lung health. Yeah, so, that's really good. The okay, universe is telling me, girl, you ain't gonna be able to breathe if you can't do these breathing exercises. That's where I'm at right now. So Ooh, that's really good. I'm gonna have yes. to throw in Pilates into that, like Matt and Reformer, yes. whichever one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding that like I can't sustain pain for Reformer. So now I'm just alternating like Matt because that's free through like apps or yeah. ch- cheaper with classes and then that with the gym. But girl, breathing exercises, I tried it and I'm like, I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to yeah. figure this out. Like that with difference. meditation, breath work, and yeah. Yeah. It makes a that's huge good. difference. And I think that the third thing for me is um, grace for myself. Mm. Um, I give a lot of people grace and I, I am proud of that. But I uh, think giving gr- more grace to myself uh, in all aspects of life and more forgiveness for myself is definitely something I'm taking with me into next mm. year. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, final final part of our conversation for this episode girl um what are your three wishes for the new year this can be related to you know our, the podcast professional or personal go ahead girl what what are your three wishes my first wish is that um i can take this podcast where it needs to go mm. next year i'm not going to say exactly what that is yeah um yeah but i am just going to continue to like listen to my heart and mm. listen to God and figure out like, okay, where am I supposed to be taking this thing? Yeah. And try to um force things a little less. Um mm. so that's my wish for the podcast. Um my wish for on the personal side is just to continue to build the friendships that I have and really try to create 
try to get out and meet people here in my area. Okay. Um, going back to community, like, y'all, can you tell I'm lonely here? <laughs> I mean, my husband's here and we are like, that's, it's great. But I think we both know, like, we both need friends. Of course. Anyways. Of course. Yeah. So <laughs> I think my third thing is just, um, we'll do professional. My third thing next year is to, my wish is to get to the point where I feel as good about the role that I'm in now and as comfortable mm-hmm. uh, about this role it's that compared to the previous role that I was in. So okay, the previous role that I was in earlier this year, I felt like how you're feeling now, which is like, I got this. Yeah. Like, I understand what I need. Right. And I'm in a new role mm. in a new like type of company, um, more of a tech focused company rather than where I was before. And I am trying to get to that point. It's a challenge, but it's a challenge. I'm up for the challenge. So that's my okay. wish is that next year. Um, and my other wish is that I want to get my PMP license. Mm, okay, project manager. Yes. So Love that. that's my other wish. How about you? Ooh, okay. So starting with professional, I would really love a raise or promotion. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, like I yes. feel like a couple of years in this industry, I'm learning, I'm you know, I'm working hard, so I would like, I would like an increase in that pay. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so raise a promotion. Uh, my professional like nine to five job for the podcast. I think I just want like you. I don't kind of want to continue with the flow that I had this year of like, you know, just putting episodes out in a sustainable manner that's consistent for me. I want to just be able to like continue to grow the podcast in a sustainable and communal way. Like I want to. I'm starting to feel like listeners are talking back to me like i'm i'm reading reviews and i'm like okay i can see what you listeners are enjoying i'm getting tags on instagram now i'm getting messages in the dms i'm like okay people are responding so i think i just want to kind of feel even more connected to the listeners and i want to start to feel like okay it's a conversation like i'm talking and y'all letting me know that okay this is cool so um yeah just continued like gradual growth in a sustainable way for the podcast Ideally, one or two brand sponsorships that are aligned with the podcast would be amazing. But if not, hey, you know, and then finally, overall, I just want to be I think I want to have joy. Like, I think at the end of 2024, I want to look back and just say I had joy. I want to be able to find like pockets of like affordable enjoyment because, you know, when we have bills and things to handle and now create a venture on the side we don't always have the the amount of money that we want to like take several trips in a year Uh, but hopefully just finding like pockets of like affordable enjoyment whether it's a staycation that's local or like a trip to the the states like what we did with new york and stuff like that right um yeah just hoping that i can find that and just genuinely like just enjoy and like i know the girls girlies have been saying this but like generally romanticize life like just yeah just enjoy it yeah yes i love that i'm gonna add that to my list too because travel is so big for me but i think yeah when the eggs are ten dollars you have to figure out <laughs> you have suddenly to i out, can't like, take that trip suddenly you know? like we re- rebooking stuff so i think just getting getting creative with travel and um but also just getting creative with the things that you're doing um outdoors like i want to do stuff like like going rollerblading and right. stuff that doesn't necessarily cost a lot i saw this thing on tiktok about third spaces i don't know if anybody else has seen that yes yeah 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 so i am i'm a big uh i hang out at coffee shops a lot because i work from there when i don't have meetings 
But I would like to do more third space-ish stuff, more beach stuff, more like just kind of like being somewhere where you're around people, but it's not like this huge cost or like something that you have to book ahead of time or something like that. So, right. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I love that. Well, is that everything on your list? That I think is everything on my list. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, um, thank you so much, girl, for doing this. Thank you. I'm so excited for listeners to hear this. I feel like we had a good old time. Mm-hmm. As you always. know, our glasses are almost empty. Um, I have one more sip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have one more sip. Can we do a cheers? Yes. I want to cheers to you and I want to cheers to anybody that's listening for, oh. I want you to pat yourself on the back for whatever you accomplished this year, whatever you got through mm. this year, whatever you, whatever challenge that you took on and kept yeah. going this mm. year. So I want you to pat yourself on the back um, okay. for making it through. Yes. Pat yourself on the back for the goals that you achieved. Yes. And pat yourself on the back for staying persistent even when you did not achieve that goal. So we're going to cheers to you. Hey, woo, girl. Okay. That was so good. This is this is why we're friends. Yes. Okay. Can we do this again next year? Oh, yeah. Like next annual, annual event? Annual event. I like it. I like it. <laughs> no, mm. but thank you so much for coming up with this idea and um thank you for being my friend, Chid. No, thank you so great. much. This has been so beautiful. <laughs> like I said, I'm so grateful. I feel less lonely. Okay. Yes, same. <laughs> like I'll be hitting up Chid, like, are you free? Do you want yeah, yeah. Can we I can't chat? FaceTime because I don't have an iPhone. So oh, but we definitely WhatsApp video. Yeah, okay? we, we don't WhatsApp. <laughs> we don't WhatsApp all afternoon, okay? Of course. <laughs> oh, well, um, so grateful to you for for doing this and just for our like journey in friendship and in pod sisterhood and yes. um yeah this is gonna be an annual thing yeah so um i guess for the listeners you know y'all have a happy and safe holidays um this is gonna be the final episode of the boaduano podcast and for the year and for our season we'll be back in the new year ashley's this the last episode for black girls have anxiety too of the year you know, we're we going to try to squeak one more out before Ooh. the end of the year. I love it. I love it. We're going to try. All right. Well, we'll yeah. So <laughs> I love it. No, got to do what you got to do. But yes. um, thank you all listeners for, you know, tuning into our conversation for for our crossover episode. Yes. Um, Y'all enjoy your holidays. Be safe. Enjoy the food. Get some rest. If you want to stay connected with the Boaduano podcast, you can, you know, Keep up with us. Follow us on Instagram at BWDIK podcast. If you want to follow up with uh, the Black Girls Have Anxiety 2 podcast, you can keep up with the Instagram page at Black Girls Have Anxiety 2. That's two with two O's. Ooh, love that. All right, Mm -hmm. listeners. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Ashley, for this crossover episode. right y'all so we are at the end of this episode but we're also at the end of the season thank y'all for listening to our conversation with ashley but also for rocking with the podcast this year from march to december for our season um i'm so appreciative of everyone who you know listened shared commented shared feedback reached out to be a guest on the podcast engaged or interacted with the podcast some way whether it's on the streaming platforms or on our socials Thank you so much. And I'm just so happy with, you know, impact that this podcast is making and the community that we're building. So 
I will say, you know, if you are not caught up on all episodes from the season, this is a perfect time while we're on break to do so. You know, just give me this little bit of time to to rest and get rejuvenated. I'm excited to just reveal what we have going for next season. So, um, yes, give me the break. Have a safe and restful holiday season. Eat some good food, spend time with family, friends, and your loved ones. Um, if it's winter where you're at, stay stay warm. Whew, because it's getting cold. Stay warm, stay safe, drink your water, and mind the business that pays you, okay? And y'all will hear from me soon enough. Bye for now. Bye.